haters like Am I going to hell for the things that I could wear? Binge Clothing Company, a new luxury urban wear boutique, offering trendy fashion styles, quality pieces with affordable prices. Clothes are to be loved and last long. Our belief here at the Urban Binge Clothing Company. Fashion is the key to confidence. Your beauty is your beautiful, let's just say futuristic fashion for all. Hey everybody, how are you? So this part of the video, like you guys know, this is my inspirational vitamin part of the video where I like to give you guys a Bible scripture. Um, and the Bible scripture that I chose for today, it just randomly came to me. I just randomly shuffled through and this is the one that came to me. And it's Psalms 37 verse 23. And it says, the steps of a man are established by the Lord and he delights in his way. That is from the New American Standard Version, okay? And from the Amplified Version, it says, the steps of a good man are directed and established by the Lord when he delights in his way and he busies himself with his every step. So then I was led to a scripture that, count, that goes along with that one. And it's Psalm 40, verse two. From the Amplified Version, I'll read, he drew me up out of a horrible pit, a pit of tumultuous of destruction out of the miry clay, froth and slime, and set my feet upon a rock, steadying my steps and establishing my goings. And it just confirms that what he said here, he will pick you up out of a miry clay, he will guide you, his hand is on you, he's guiding you. For my brother, for my sister, I got two brothers going through a lot right now. I got a mama going through a lot. I got my little sister who's in the Navy. And sometimes you feel like, God, I'm taking all this on by myself. It's a lot to deal with. Don't worry. God has you. He's not going to put more on you than you can bear. Go on through that path that you have set and that you visualize. Go on through that path. Go through that path because his hand is on you. Everything that you visualize, he knows your heart. So what's right for you and what's in his will, he's going to make it happen for you. As long as you stay persistent, consistent, and stay focused. Don't allow anything to distract you. Stay focused. Stay on him, and he will guide you through. He will guide you through. I promise. I've been through so much. If I could sit here and just tell y'all the many things I've been through, or just two things, you'll be shocked. What I'm dealing with currently, you'll be surprised. He will guide you. He is there for you. I promise. He will guide you, and he is there for you. Give him a chance. Try Jesus. 
call on him. This is Bishop Neil Ellis at Newburgh. Listen to Bishop Neil Ellis and following Bishop Neil Ellis, Fred Hammond, your steps are ordered. I'm Rico Bellucci. Please continue watching the show. See you guys later. That in 30 minutes from now, that sound you made earlier will eliminate some facts. All right, let's go to work. John chapter 11, read verses 24 and 25, please. Martha said unto him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Uh -huh. Jesus said unto her, I am, I the, am the resurrection. Who's talking here? Jesus. Jesus. And Jesus said, I am the resurrection. I'm about to shake your theology for a moment, but since Jesus said, I am the resurrection, that means the resurrection is not primarily an event. If Jesus said, I am the resurrection, then that means the resurrection must primarily be a person. Okay, let's, let's, let's stay right there in the gospel according to John. Let's go back over to the very first chapter, verses 1, 2, and 3. In the beginning was the Word, uh -huh. and the Word was with God, uh -huh. and the Word was God. Verse 2. The same was in the beginning with God. Uh -huh. All things were made by Him. The Word. And without Him the was not anything no, made. No, 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 rush me now. Just read verse 3 again. Read verse 3 again. All things were made by him. The word. And without him. The word. Was not anything made that was made. Now drop down to verse number 14, please. And the word was made flesh. And did what? And dwelt among us. Based upon the scriptures, we can conclude that Jesus and the word are one. So if Jesus and the word are one and Jesus says, I am the resurrection, then that means the word of God, the written word, the logos of God has resurrection power in it. And that's why the enemy is constantly after your mind. He does not want you to make decisions based upon this because in this book, there is resurrection power. Let's go to the text and see how this can help us authenticate this spiritual principle. I'm now here in Ezekiel chapter 37, verse number one. The hand of the Lord was upon me and carried me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley which was full of bones. Notice here in the text that Ezekiel is in the midst of a major mess. He's in a crisis. He's in the 
the midst of a dry season where nothing positive is happening. But note very carefully where he finds himself in the text, he did not go there voluntarily. He is not there by choice. All right, uh, Pastor Delton, help me with verse 1 again, please. The hand of the Lord came upon me. Ordination. And carried me out. Transportation. In the spirit of the Lord. Consecration. And set me down in the midst of the valley. Location. And it was full of dry bones. Situation. Then he caused me to pass by all around. Observation. And behold, there were very many in the open valley. Calculation. And indeed, they were very dry. Sanitation. But check it out. Check it out. Take, take your seats. I'm not ready yet. Check it out. Sit down, Pastor Brian. Where, where he is in the text, you know, I never thought I'd be at a point preaching where I say sit down and prophetess Bynum would sit down before Jamal Bryan. <laughs> where, where he is. Where, where he is in the text. It's very clear. That though he is in the midst of a mess, the Lord sent him there. Look at the text. The hand of the Lord was upon him. Okay, you didn't see it. I got to give it to you one more time. But, but you see, if you look at the text, the text begins, the hand of the Lord. He ordained him before all of this. But let me just pause parenthetically to tell you that was then and this is now. And I am mandated by heaven to tell you that as the hand of the Lord was on Ezekiel then, the hand of the Lord is on everybody who's under the sound of my voice right now. Can you hear that? Can you receive that? Put your hand on your head and say the hand of the Lord is upon me. Wherever life has landed you. As I deliver this message. The hand of the Lord. Is up on you. text says the hand of the Lord was upon me and what else it did Delta and caused me and caused me translation and carried me where Ezekiel finds himself in this text he did not go voluntarily he was anointed and taken there there where in the middle of a mess I want to talk to somebody watching me in Canada right now. I can see you there. Your hand, your right hand is on your head in amazement. But I want to say to everybody in this 
sanctuary and everyone in the cyber sanctuary wherever you are in your life right now the hand of the Lord carried you there have no regrets in these moments void yourself of worry for a moment where you are right now has landed you squarely in the center of God's will for your life. Someone is asking, really? You got to be kidding. No, I'm not. Look at the mess I'm in. Look at the mess he was in. hand of the Lord was upon me and carried me. Ladies and gentlemen, sometimes the anointing of God will take you into some strange places. Ezekiel said the hand of the Lord was upon me and carried me in the spirit of the Lord. Transported by the Spirit of God, and I end up in the middle of a mess. Ezekiel said, Everything around me was lifeless, there was nothing but hopelessness all around me. Look at verse 2, please. Then he, then he caused me to pass by them all around. And behold, there were very many in the open valley. Ezekiel said, not only did he place me there, but he almost, as it were, humiliated me. He made me walk all around. Have to say, don't miss this. The bones were so dry, they were ready to turn back to dust. Ezekiel said he caused me to pass around and around and around in this open valley filled with dry bones, and the only thing moving was me. only thing with life where I was Ezekiel said was me then God spoke to Ezekiel and here's what God had to say to Ezekiel in verse 3 son of man what can these bone live this is strange God is asking the prophet a question. This is strange because heaven is asking earth a question. 
Let me just remind you though, whenever heaven asks questions, God is not looking for information. Because earth can't tell heaven anything that it does not already know. Whatever is going on in your life right now, God already knows. He knows what happened to you as a child. He knows the struggle you've had from then to now. He knows the rejection and the betrayal you've had to endure over these years. Nobody could tell God what he does not already know. He knows your unemployment status because of this pandemic. He knows about your failing health. He knows of your anxiety and fears because there's nothing going on in your life right now that catches God by surprise. God asked Ezekiel, Son of man, can these bones live? Translation, can you speak life Welcome back. This is the warehouse. I'm with the fam and the choir and the band and the singers. and We're just here having a good time. You know, I want to let you know today that you're not a mistake. You're not an accident. You might feel like it from time to time, but don't let the enemy beat you like that. Maybe you made some bad decisions, but understand God knew it a long time ago. Before the world was framed, he knew it. Let me give you something. Nothing ever catches God by surprise. I mean, think about it. He never wakes up and says, she did what? He already knows the story. He knows our ending from our beginning. He knows how we start and how it's going to end. He's like really, really good at stuff like that. So we want to encourage you today. We want to give you something just to go with, something to hold on to. Let's do this like this. Brother Calvin.
Jesus name we bless you for somebody today might have feel they've lost it might not believe that they got another chance but you're a God of the second chance Lord we bless you today you're such a wonderful Savior and on their behalf 
we plead the blood of Jesus. Satan, the blood is against you. In the name of Jesus, Satan, let God's people go. Hallelujah. For your name is great and is greatly to be praised. There is none like you in this whole earth. Lord, we bless you that every step we take is ordered. Somebody say ordered. We bless you right now and we give you praise in the midst of the tears. Oh, for every trial, for every tribulation, we bless your name. We give you praise for that person watching right now. We plead the blood over your children right now over your finances. Hallelujah. We pray for this country. Our steps are ordered in the name of Jesus. Bless that wonderful name. We bless your 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 wonderful name. In the midnight hour, we bless you. We give you praise. We lift you up. We bless you. We bless you. What's up, everybody? I'm back. Uh, this is your boy, Rico Bellucci. This is the Sunday Flow Show, and that was Fred 
Hammond. Your steps are ordered. And YouTube asked me to clip that piece out. So I, it probably looked clipped like, click, click. You know, it probably looked a little, little chopped up or something. YouTube, uh, someone at RCA Inspiration uh, or whoever owns that song, Malico, I don't know, one of those gospel, Variety, Verity, whatever, they claimed a piece of it, and I was perfectly fine with taking out the little piece that they claimed there. So I don't mind. I Whatever, I took it out. Um, and that was Your Steps Are Ordered by Fred Hammond. And that was the inspirational vitamin portion of the show. The inspirational vitamin part, I hope you guys like it. I hope you don't be looking at me. Y'all probably be looking at me like crazy, honey. Boy, please, we don't believe that. But I, I, I want to inspire, or, you know, give it to somebody raw and let them know that God loves you. You know, he has his hand on you and upon you. And that was Bishop Neil Ellis. He is, oh, my God, Bishop Neil Ellis. I knew him from New Birth. Speaking of New Birth, New Birth, he preached a lot at New Birth. Um, with Bishop Eddie Long, and of course he was at Bishop Long's funeral, and he was very, very close, like a brother to Bishop Eddie Long, and um, I really love Bishop Neil Ellis. If you don't know Bishop Neil Ellis, I'm going to put a link to that um, sermon, a link to that sermon at the bottom. You're going to be surprised at that sermon. It wasn't just him, okay? I, that's all I'm going to say. If you love the Lord and you love good preaching, you have to watch that sermon, and I'm going to put it in the link in the description below so you guys make sure after you watch this, click on that, add it to the queue, okay, as a play next. After this, you can play that next. You know, I'd rather God get the glory and not me. So uh, my video don't have to play next. Um, that video can play next. So it'll be in the description. So click on that so y'all can see that yourself. Anyway, that was free. Hand me your set for order. Hot topic. Uh, one of the hot topics that I wanted to talk about was the Clark sisters, and they did not make it to LaShawn Pace's funeral. Oh, my God. So as you can see here, Miss um, Karen Clark Sheard is on the obituary. This is the obituary of the one and the only LaShawn Pace, and um, it's so unfortunate that at the time, um, Karen was supposed to be there. Someone else was speaking at that time. Of course, it was delayed. But by the time they got to the part where um, Karen was supposed to sing, uh, Arian got up and sung a song, and she was so strong about it. I think she, I can't even remember the song she sung, but she killed it, Arian. Um, I might as well just put a little piece of it right here. So here's Aaron Pace at her mom's funeral uh, right here on the Urban Bench Radio. Sing, y'all.
That was Aaron Pace. The girl can blow. That was at LaShawn Pace funeral. That's LaShawn Pace's only living child. Her other child died when she was 11 years old. We already talked about that last week. If you have not seen that episode, that episode will also be in the description below. Make sure you guys go check out that episode, which was last week's episode, LaShawn Pace funeral and LaShawn Pace and LaShawn Pace dedication show that I did um, for the Sunday Flow show. Anyway, guys, oh, and I didn't post one last week because LaShawn Pace funeral was on, and I broadcast that from my YouTube channel, actually. I forgot all about that. But the Clark Sisters was not there, and I do not know why they weren't there. I know uh, some other King Jives and some other people went live. Larry did not, so that just lets me know. I know how Larry mine is. He's an Aquarius. He already know the T. And actually, he probably don't give a fuck because um, in his mind, it probably told him that, yeah, it was a delay in the flight or something because Karen and the Clark sisters would not just blatantly, boldly miss LaShawn Pace's funeral. I don't think so, unless it was because she spoke against the the, the Kojic church about nails, blonde hair, um, bracelets, necklaces, things like that, and they probably felt bitter about that and justin show up god is concerned about us i was born and raised in the church of god in christ but about five years ago at my mother's church Rehoboth, down in barnesville georgia he said in prayer time i am sick and tired of the church of god in christ they are not living the standards that Bishop Mason said. Y'all saints, women, young ladies, Bishop Mason had it right from God. Come out of your earrings. Come out of your makeup. Come out of your hairstyles and cutting and just following trends of the world. I beseech you now, before it's too late, come out of your pants, your shorts, your short dresses, your tight dresses. You're doing things that, that's trying to get the attention of men. But God wants your attention. Let's get in the word. Fast and pray and seek the Lord. Your fake nails. Somebody say, well, you used to wear. Yes, I did. But I asked the Lord. I told y'all when we moved into this new house. Father, how is my walk with you? Holy Spirit. Best friend, how am I living? And in a week or so, he said to me, in, in a, watching the, uh, the YouTube, and I was just, what's the word, scrolling through. If I didn't say it right, forgive me. And I passed one something, and, and he said, go back and look at it. And, and it was the evangelist from Africa, Penayo, I can't pronounce it. But he started ministering about women and, and how the fashions come from hell and, and, and the jewelry, the lipstick, and that they are made, making these things and creating these things just for the church people to run. Please go read them and pray for yourself and ask the Lord, search for yourself. My mother said years ago, we was living in Pool Creek, 
and it was a Life magazine. And she said she read the magazine because she was shopping in the store. The magazine said, where do New York get their fashion? The answer on the magazine said Paris. The question again said, where does Paris get their uh, fashion from? The answer on the magazine came back and said, hell. And that was in probably the 60s. I was born in 61. But do you see how God is trying to get our attention? He said it's going to be like in the days of Noah. They're going to be laughing, drinking, eating, and having fun. But it's going to be too late because they don't believe the word of the living God. Search for yourself. He told me, don't wear any more wigs. That they used to itch my head anyway. Getting all the cornrows and just what I wanted to do. I did my hair. I dyed it. I did what I thought I was big and bad enough to, bad, bad enough to do. And he said, you was walking and saying, I said, why y'all didn't warn me before now? He said, you never asked us. But now that you asked, get real with God. Repent all over again. Show the Lord you're serious. Prove to him you're serious. I, I, I got rid of the TV. The only thing I was watching was these anointed words and preachers and teachers on the YouTube and watching those testimonies. Uh, anything else, I ain't, watch, ain't watching it because it's not of God. They out there gossiping about everybody. And he said, if you listen to it, you are in with it. Don't even listen to it. Put on your whole armor every day because the war is serious. God says, Sean Warner, you are my evangelist. I have called you to be a witness and stand firm. Don't be afraid. Be strong in the Lord. Warn my people. Tell them what I've showed you down through the years. Send out the warning. This is a war cry. Saints, God has never been playing with us. Yes, it's been about three to four months, going on five, that the Lord has chastened me and held me in the place where I am now. Three times a day he has me praying. Yes, I'm used to praying, but it's like at midnight or three in, in the after, um, midnight or three o'clock in the mid-morning. But now he has given me several prayer times and studying, reading the word of God and talking to me on my knees in prayer. And just now he said, I know you're weak. I know you're tired. I know you're ready to rest. It's almost six o'clock for the 6 p.m. prayer. Saints, the devil comes up and the demons and they come into people. They come and, and, and they be in human form as well as demonic form. And the saints are asleep or they are going out to eat. They're at home watching TV, playing games, 
Nobody could beat me with Scrabble. I ate Scrabble. I'm just saying that was my God. Scrabble, taking time, a uh, uh, TV. I didn't want to eat until I had a movie in front of me. And my daddy saw us one day. He said, when my girls get serious with God, like they is with this Scrabble, they're going to be something else. Lord, that thing pricked my heart at that time. But I kept playing Scrabble. <laughs> That's how we are with God. He comes with a warning. You listen, it prick you. You feel it, the warning, but you keep doing what you're doing. Oh, my Savior. Hallelujah. Yes, I'm a living testimony. Yes, I had my nails. Honey, you couldn't beat me getting nails. My nails used to come up to at least $300 getting my nails done, getting the fashion that I thought anything I dreamt that I wanted on my nails. Give it to me. I don't pay my tithe. I've given my offering. I'm, I'm in right standings with God. They asked me, well, what else? Do I? They, they knew me when I was coming in. They, and, and, and the text wanted me because after I paid that, I gave them a wonderful tip. Just spending my money. Wasting time. I could have been praying for somebody's soul. Evangelistarian LaShawn Pace. But you're getting your nails done so this dude can watch you and say, oh, you fine. Oh, you look good, especially after I got divorced. I thought I could do anything that I thought I was bad enough to do, and I did it, and it all was sin. But God is having me to warn you. I don't mind telling my story. I don't have nothing to hide. Ooh, hey, Masaya, please hear the warning. And I'm not just talking about the church of God in Christ. I'm talking about the churches as a whole. I don't care what their name is. Methodist, church of God, move of God, under God, in the treetop. I don't care what your denomination is. And the father doesn't either. All he want to know is, what have you done with my son? When you stand before him, that's what he's going to ask you. What have you done with my son? I remember a parable my brother used when he was preaching. And the man, rich man had died and they was having an auction. And the people was coming and all of this wonderful stuff. I mean, statues of things from Africa that you need to get out of your house. Because it's not of God. That stuff has been, uh, 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 they danced and put, put curses on it. And the saints think it costs so much and it look beautiful. And when people come to visit you, you can show off all your stuff that God is not pleased with. But anyway, the man had the auction after he died. And he had all this stuff out and then he had a picture of his son. Everybody looked over the picture. They didn't want the son's picture. Maybe that was one of the things I do not know, okay? But what I do know is they ended up showing up at E. Dewey's church, Bishop E. Dewey Church, Hope, uh, House of Hope Atlanta, uh, which used to be the Cathedral of Atlanta. I think that was the name, something Cathedral. Uh, House of Hope Cathedral, I think, uh, is what the name was. Now it's House of Hope Atlanta. And um, they actually showed up there and did a whole live concert. And 
that was the same night and day of LaShawn Pace's funeral. So I was totally baffled and taken aback by how they could be at E. Dewey's church this night, but not. So immediately my mind said it was a delayed flight, a canceled flight. Somebody was positive for COVID probably, but I know that they did send in a special thank you. I mean, a special note to the family. Even J. Drew Sheard, the Bishop J. Drew, the presiding bishop of Kojic, uh, he also sent in some. So I don't think it was nothing uh, malicious. I don't, I hope it wasn't. I don't, I don't feel like it was. Mm, maybe a little bit to I do. But Leslie Pace dispelled a lot of it. That's why I don't feel the way I feel anymore because. Here's what Leslie Pace had to say about the situation because she was like, you know what? Hold up. Okay, let me say this. And she went on Instagram Live to kind of come at King Jives, I feel like, make a jab at King Jives a little bit. It felt like to me she was talking to King Jives, but I could be totally wrong. I do not know who she was talking about. King Jives, if you're watching this video, comment below and let me know if she was talking to you. I don't know. I'm sure you've seen the video of Leslie Pace responding to the blogger or to the commenter or whoever was talking about um, you know, people not showing up or whatever, but Leslie Place, here, listen to what she says. It is the middle of the day and I wanted to some people will take anything to make something out of it. I made, I was, my attention was drawn to a particular post and I felt like the post was mean, but I'm going to address this simply because I know how the enemy works. And even after addressing this, I know that they're gonna make up things. I could never ever stop people from lying on me, stop people from misinterpreting anything I do or say. Because when people make up their mind about you, that is who you are to them, period. Regardless if they've ever seen or personally wished, witnessed those actions from you, that's what they're going to see. So I can't ever, I'm, I'm not here to change anybody's mind. I'm here to bring just a little clarity since it's on social media. Um, I... I can't speak for my family, but for me, I am in a lot of pain. I see their pain. And I made a post because I wanted to, that I knew, I know how people work. I know how things happen. You know, when you've been in church and around church, through church a long time, you know how things happen. And I mentioned to my family, I text them, on Tuesday before the homegoing celebration. And I said to them, regardless of whoever come or who doesn't come, we're gonna celebrate Sean. And that was, I wanted them to do that. And I wanted myself to do that because I know things happen. People say they're coming and they don't come. People say they're gonna be there with you and they can't be there with you. And it doesn't mean they hate you. It doesn't mean that they dislike you. They just couldn't make it. I have a couple of friends, people who call themselves my friend, and I consider them to be my friend. They didn't show up for whatever reasons. 
But does that make them a bad person? No, it doesn't. Does it make them a wicked person? No, it doesn't. Does it make me a bad person for saying, well, it is what it is and that's what it happened. We, did, we weren't expecting anything. We weren't. Um, um, we weren't. What I am saying though, is that I saw this particular post and the young man wanted to know if I was throwing shade. I feel like if he truly wanted to know if I was being shady, and I guess shady means mean or being condescending to a particular person, if he really wanted to know that, he could have just inboxed me and genuinely asked me the question, but he didn't. He put it on Facebook for on social media for other people to make their comments and their opinions about it. So in my from my point of view to draw negativity towards me for whatever reason and it's okay because in this season in my life it doesn't matter now you all are making this about a particular group of persons and it isn't even though you have a copy of the of the um program there were other people that were slated to be on program or that was going to be on program that didn't make it or could not make it. Don't make it be something that it wasn't. There was a two hour flight delay. So let that rest in your spirit. Two hour flight delay in Atlanta traffic. If you've ever been in Atlanta traffic, nothing is two minutes. Nothing is 15 minutes. It's going to take you 30 minutes to make a five-minute walk across the street. That's how bad the traffic is. I just think it was unnecessary. So basically, as you can hear here, Leslie Pace is basically saying, you know, there was a delayed flight, seemed like. She is saying there was a delayed flight. She know working with certain people that this could happen, blah, 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 blah. I, I do not know how Leslie Pace feels about this. Um, and what who she's talking about, but it would seem to me that she is talking about the Clark sisters. That's what it totally seems like to me that she is talking about the, the Clark sisters, Karen not being there, and you know, the rest of the sisters not being there, which is so unfortunate um, for them. Anyway, let's move on. Speaking of LaShawn Pace, let's get into LaShawn Pace at the 53rd and at the 53rd annuals i believe this is the 53rd annual kojic women's convention maybe it's not and then we're going to give you richard smallwood um richard smallwood so since we're talking about lashawn pace i'm going to give you guys this lashawn pace video that i found oh my god this lashawn pace song that i found she was singing and she even sung bishop william murphy speaking of bishop william murphy she even sung uh, Bishop William, Ur William Murphy at the end of this video. So guys, here's LaShawn Pace just worshiping. She's just worshiping. That's what I'm going to title this. Sean Pace just worshiping is what she's doing. And um, after that, that's Richard Smallwood um, with featuring Donnie McClurkin. Total and here's another praise jam. Right here on Binge Radio. Thunderflow. Like the psalmist, I will look to the hills from which cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord, who made heaven and earth. 
Listen, he's not concerned about your sometime in praise. You know, we can get sometime and just praise him like when we feel like it. But he's not in interested in your 50% praise. Neither your 75% praise. Neither your 95%. Somebody said 99. And here's another praise jam. Right here on the Urban Binge Radio. Thunderflow. Yes, I will. I live my head. 
And here's another praise jam. Right here on Urban Binge Radio. Thunderflow. Center. Oh yeah. Oh, 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 oh
And here's another praise jam. Right here on Urban Binge Radio. Thunderflow.
to my seat. Thank you for another chance to say this. Thank you for another chance to say
don't know it, but I had the privilege to co-write this song. It says this. Enlarge my territory. I did it with Andre. Enlarge my territory, yes. Enlarge my territory. Anybody pray that?
our next. What's up, everybody? We are back. I know that that felt like that was a long break. And that felt like that was a long time before I came back. <laughs> so like, whoa, where you went? You went off to La La TV land? Anyway, uh, boop-a-doo-boop, boop-boop. That was a, you know, failed joke. Uh, 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 uh. Anyway, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me. Fox Soul, guys, I've expressed so much how much I love Fox Soul. Oh, my God, I love Fox Soul. I love a couple of shows on Fox Souls. One of the shows that I love on Fox Souls is TGIF because they never fail with giving the, giving the good tea. I think they could really take Wendy's spot in the morning and that show would be great. Um, but the problem is Funky Dineva would not be able to be as raw as he is now. It just won't work. So Funky Dineva is better off in a late night, in a late night position. Claudia and Al Reynolds can probably do daytime, but Funky is not groomed enough, honey, to do a uh, daytime show where children will be woke and able to view the show funky no i've been watching funky dineva for many many years and that just that it just wouldn't work it wouldn't work anyway speaking of fox soul lemuel um who has a kojic church background who owns the ceo the owner the creator of the zeus network and zeus app um make sure you guys go download the zeus app if you want to i don't have the zeus, zeus app um, but I hear a lot about the Zeus app and I love Lemuel because he is a young black CEO who has really given me this, um, allowed my pathway for the direction I want to go in with my life. He, he's really, by him being where he is, he has opened my eyes and, and opened my pathway, um, a little bit more from, from the, you know, the, the, the sharks and the, the the bad stuff that you, you you know what i'm saying like the snakes and stuff crossing your path on your journey and um him making it just make me feel like i can make it and so i really commend and love his his drive and his work ethics like lemmy is really doing the damn lemmy is really doing the thing he really is he's doing the thing um and i i love love his 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 work the problem that I have is if he continues to work with Jocelyn, I think that Zeus should be done. I think that Zeus should be canceled. I think Lemuel should just go away or figure out something or a way to come back or rebrand um, and, and, and not do what he did. But I think that if he continues with Jocelyn, he should be stomped on. Uh, and not him per se, but the company, Zeus, um, even if he has to stop it and rebrand it. I think the 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 work that Zeus does should just be halted and stopped if he cannot stop working with Jocelyn. She should be stopped. The way she mistreats these women and the way I've seen her mistreat these women, even if it's even if someone at Zeus tried to argue with me, I don't care if it's um I seen a piece of it. It's the piece that y'all edited and y'all put out there. Somebody else took it and put it out there on Instagram, on the Shade Room, whatever. And from what I've seen on YouTube, what I've seen plenty of times with these videos is Jocelyn Hernandez purposely spits in these girls' faces. She purposely disrespects these girls with no regard to 
them being human, them being a woman like her, no regard to them possibly lashing out and hitting her or fighting her. And she has no regard for any of that. I think she is out of her mind. I think she is unpredictable and will do anything at any point in time. So they better get her away ASAP. And I don't think there's no other thing that needs to be said besides that. Um, I think that he was very upset um, when he came on Fox. So um, it seemed like he was more upset with Funky Dineva and the reviews Funky Dineva has given about Zeus shows over the years and over the time of Zeus having shows. To be quite frankly, brother, you built your network on trash. What's your rebuttal to that? I really didn't feel anything. I okay. mean, look, you're entitled to your opinion. I don't agree with you at all. You saying it's garbage and trash. You know, that's that's one person's perspective. I mean, if that's the case, we, sh we should probably watch TV and the Word Network. I just watched your segment, right? You guys talked about Will Smith and Jada Pinkett. You, you're not, you're talking about negativity all day. You didn't spend a whole segment talking about how that was Samuel Jackson's first Oscar. So in a sense, TGIF is trash, or maybe you're an affiliate of Zeus. Okay, Mr. so Mr. Plumber, hold on, hold on, Al. Mr. Plumber, we, you know, obviously, how convenient of you, you cherry picked one example of one particular segment. What is gossip Hold on, hold on, I'll let you finish, so let me finish. First. I took a minute to go through all of your programming on your show, right? Because I didn't even know that you had all of the programming that you did on your platform. Jocelyn has had a big issue with, with Funky Don't Even in the past, and we know that. Okay, okay, so please, please, because I don't even like you. I don't like you. I don't even 
So don't try to be devil's advocate intentionally instead of just giving the real review whether let me get upset or not. Larry don't want to step on no toes no more. Larry is really treading lightly with his reviews because he's trying to get higher and higher up the ladder. In order to get higher up the ladder, he got to hold his tongue about some of the people in the industry and the friends of friends of gatekeepers. So Larry have to watch his mouth sometimes. He was taken up for Lemmy too much. Regardless, Lemmy has control over their actions because he could say, you're off the platform if you're going to act this way. And I guarantee you they need the money. If not, get off the platform. We don't need you. Bye. So he can control their actions. He can. He chooses not to because it's salacious. And it's what the people want. And like him and Funky said, nobody will watch a Lifetime movie. They rather watch this. But there's some content out there that you can get. You can get some Lifetime movies that are geared toward urban people instead of white Lifetime movies. Employ some black directors from college or like me and let us put some content on your show, on your network that is not real life people fighting. Or you can keep that because um, we have had that already. Uh, I mean, Flavor of Love, they, they really did it for us. But I just don't understand. I don't understand Larry Reed. Um and 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 Lemuel, there are plenty of other content. There's plenty of other content on his website or on his app that he has that is not geared to that. But it doesn't get as much traction as this stuff. And we completely understand that. We completely understand that. Um, another thing regarding Lemuel is carry on. Do you like men or do you like women? I just want to know, bro. I just want to know, bro. Let, let's just put that out there. Men hit on me all the time, different kinds. You know what I'm saying? Love is sublime, so I can't control who attracted to me. All I can do is just like do my thing, bro. Like everybody who try to come, every letter in the alphabet in my DM, bro. Everything in between, bro. I, I, I really live this life, bro. You know what I'm saying? Just like rock star shit. I enjoy myself. You're not comfortable answering the question right now. I'm just, Damn. He, he just got a question but for both y'all pressing me, so I'm, I'm no, wondering, no, like, bro, if, like, what's I said, really going on between y'all two? Y'all wear the same cologne? Do you like men? I'm not in a fucking relationship. Yeah, fuck it. I'm, nigga, I'm polyamorous, first and foremost. So all that monogamous shit, like, niggas don't love to argue with me after this damn show. I don't give a fuck, my boy. You give a fuck, nigga. Call me white. Okay, I'm bisexual. Call me that. Whoa, I wasn't expecting that. His upbringing, his father's Kirk Franklin. This is really a shocker to me. And um, and that's a long situation itself. So Carry On is on the new show, Bad Boys Club. And um, Carry On is becoming a fan favorite on Zeus Network's Bad Boys Club. And as you guys know, if you do not know, I've already... Um, interviewed um carry on on several occasions when it comes to the beat oh i'll be the devil god's still gonna love me ain't nobody coming for me my 
most of that conversation, I was having an argument. He's being manipulative, recording the conversation, getting in my face, six feet from me. You stupid. You were so f***ing disrespectful and not focused. Y'all trying to f*** me. And you trying to f*** me. That's not the pun that I want to be talking about. He invited me to the recording. Come on, y'all been wanting this month old ass tea. Come get it. But I want to know what I said so bad about and I listened to the whole recording. You was giving him a lot of bullshit like he was giving you a lot of bullshit. You can't afford me. So I'm not going to pay for no dick. But if you want to bring it, come to New York City. I did not expect for it to go the way that it did. You bring it all down. But a bag of cocaine. Nigga, I stay on it, nigga. When it comes to the beat, ain't nobody coming for me. If you trying to become famous, we... You know how I'm not trying to become famous. I'm famous. No, you lying. That, that's that's what I was born into. I, I don't feel that famous yet. Where I got I got I got hardcore fans like that. So now I'm working on getting this out of my head. Y'all think I suck dick. Y'all think I'm gay. Everybody that's gay don't suck dick. And that don't make no sense to me. Like I don't understand that shit. Like if you ain't mouth dicking, like what the what's the fuck? Oh, if you if I'm gay, I'm supposed to be somewhere on my knees somewhere right now. I'm getting on my knees. If this what none of you man feel like. You get on my fucking nerves. You get on my so, fucking nerves. You get on my fucking nerves. Because I love you. He's very mentally challenging. Let me say that. Bitch, what? Uno's dos, tres, cuatro. When it comes to the beat, ain't nobody coming for me. Ain't nobody coming for me. Nobody coming for me. When it comes to the beat, ain't nobody coming for me. Ain't nobody fucking with Dago. Ask around with Bangor Tacos. I'm about to put Dago. Including uh, spoke with his mom on one occasion with him um, present. And um, if you haven't seen that, those links to those videos will be below. But I found out recently, and I did not know this, that CJ, which was the first exclusive interview that our channel received, CJ, who is the person that is Carrion's friend and roommate, ex-friend and ex-roommate, who allegedly recorded Carry On uh, saying that Kirk Franklin molested him. So let me do this one time. What's up, guys? So again, this is Trey June, CJ Williams, the person that um, recorded the video or the sound audio of Carry On and saying his father molested him. They can play my molester's music. Um, so this is basically Trajun, uh, CJ clearing his side up and just going through this video saying exactly, you know, what happened in a few minutes. Make sure you hit that subscribe button, that thumbs up, and make sure you hit that bell so you can be notified of every video that we post when we upload or when we go live, guys. And we're recording. Um, is she talking about she stopped? Then she said, let's redo the scene. What does she mean by that when... When she stopped it and said, let's redo the scene. What does she mean by let's redo the scene? Was she Right. Carrion accused his own father of molesting him. And Trejun recorded it. 
and I have the recording in my email. Um, I've sent the recording off to Larry Reed, and um, I did an interview with the boy that did the recording. Um, and I did a two-part interview, which is on my channel, and I will put that link as well in the description of this video. But um, I did a two-part video, and he actually gave me a lot of information. One of the questions that I asked him was, do you feel that Carry On, or Jay, we both interviewed him, asked was, do you feel that Carry On is capable of killing you? Ever. What is going he doesn't on? have the talent. That's why he's ruining Never. this whole cool evening. Never will you. You don't have to. I'm a cool ass nigga, right? Like, I'm a cool I, ass nigga. And I gave this house an opportunity. Why are you asking him? Should, That's I'm why you're behind. That's like, why you're behind. Should I trust make this him or you trust me? This but is this his girlfriend or is this just no, a friend? No, that was no, that was one of the girls from the house. And me and her and I got really tight. We got really cool at one point. So this is why we were all, you know, gathered in a living room together on Christmas because it was cool. So they didn't have no play play sex or none. You know, play play sex. Right. So, you know, she, she everybody pee fine. But, you yes. know, when you when you peep the, okay, something's going on, but right. I'll entertain it, you know? Exactly. Okay, okay. I understand. I feel you. Back up. I'm going to kill you. Back up. I'm going to kill you. Nah, you didn't say you're going to kill me. I'm self-defense. You said you're going to kill me. You said you're going to kill me. You didn't say that. You didn't say that. You didn't say that. You didn't say that. I'm waiting to hear it. I don't fight, bro. I'm doing self-defense. I'm making me fart. I'm doing self-defense. No, you're making yourself fart. He said, I'll kill you. So do you think that he has the capability to kill you, or do you think that it was a dry threat? That's the thing. And he's now dead. CJ is dead. And the female that is in this recording, if I'm not mistaken, I've heard that the female in this recording is allegedly dead as well. And Carry On is currently in jail right now as we speak um, for um, um, a misdemeanor in Los Angeles uh, of disorderly conduct or fighting with the officer or something. But they also found a gun supposedly in his car. He's also have been questioned for murder uh, that happened in Texas or for uh, a car that he's driving belongs to the girl that has been murdered. And supposedly Larry Reed is saying that this girl worked at a hostel and blah, 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 blah. But I spoke to Trey June and all of this is alleged information. We don't, I don't know if this is facts. This is all alleged. But I did speak to Trey June and Trey June told me that the hostel, um, Carry On was working there and the girl actually lived there. So the girl that we hear in the video lived there, but Carry On was hired on as the help to help clean up the place. But also Carry On told me on the other side of that, that he was working as well as staying there because he knew the owner of the hostel, the person that owned the property, he knew that person. So he was hired as a person to help and he was hired, I mean, and he had a room to stay in while there because the guy knew his father. But Trejun was only there visiting those two. Uh, so it's kind of it's kind of weird that those two are dead and um, Carry On is in jail and possibly is connected to this girl's murder, uh, allegedly. All alleged. Uh, one thing I do want to say is I do not believe that Carrion murdered anybody. Okay. I don't think he's capable of it. 
Uh, could he set somebody up? Possibly. Possibly. But him pulling the trigger himself, doing the murder actually himself, I can't see him doing it. But setting somebody up, paying somebody to do something, I can definitely see Carry On doing that. And I'm not saying this is what he did. I'm saying what I can see him doing. What, what would not be surprising to me if he did do this. It would not be surprising if he set someone up and they ended up dead. Um, that's, that's not surprising to me. Uh, and none of it is surprising to me, but I am surprised that um, Zeus Network has not, you know, reached out and tried to help. At least that's what Larry Reed is saying, um, that Zeus should try to help. But Larry Reed and John P. Key, I believe, is doing all they can to help him get out of this situation. Um, but unfortunately, they have not set a bond. Carry On went to court on Tuesday, um, April 12th or April 11th or something like that. And um, he was um, not released and not given. I don't think he was given a bond or he was given a bond, but he cannot be released because he's being held to be extradited to Texas. And this is all alleged information. I do not know all of this to be facts. I'm basically saying what I heard Larry Reed say and what I've read from other bloggers. So um, whether Carry On is in jail um, for a possible murder, I don't know. Um, whether he was questioned for a possible murder, I don't know. But they're saying that this is what is going on and Larry Reed is a very reliable source being that Larry Reed, um, you know, has a relationship with Carry On. I was gonna say something that might have stepped on Larry Reed's toes a little bit. I don't know how serious Larry Reed can be or if he can take a little bit of uh, 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 fun shade. Uh, but I, 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 I do throw a little bit of fun shade. Like today I commented and said, um, Larry Reed babies the hell out of Carry On. And he does. He Larry Reed just babies him. Like Larry Reed was saying, you know, another black man in jail, that ain't good. If a black man does something wrong and does something illegal, a black man being in jail is good and is okay. Same as a white man, a Chinese, a Arab, or Indian, or anything, even an alien. They go to jail if you do something wrong, whether it's a, a black man or not. One thing these black men should understand is that if you're being mistreated, do right on the street so that you don't have to go where they mistreat you. Don't go there. And for the ones that don't do anything wrong and are being nitpicked and frucked with, you know, by the police for no reason at all, God be with you and God will prevail in your situation and God will handle that person and that police officer. I guarantee you that. You just hold on and pray. Pray to the right God. Pray to the right God because there's only one. Okay. Tell Jesus that you love him and that you you want to be out of this situation and God will move things for you. Anybody that's listening to this, even if the jail or anybody, because I know people that are in jail, uh, in prison right now, who message me all the time, getting on my nerves. Um, hope you're not listening to this boy. Um, but it's 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 just it's it's just crazy. When, when when I got this news, I was really shocked because I promised not to do another video about Carry On. So it kind of, I kind of felt like, oh, I'm forced. Then I wanted to review Zeus Network show, but then I, 
I was like, you know what? No, I said I wasn't going to do another carry-on video. I have to stick to my guns. Don't do another carry-on video. Forget carry-on. I have other content. Because carry-on like to believe that I'm doing content about him because I have no other content to do, which I've been doing content before I met carry-on. And when you see the interview, if you've never seen it, you'll see that me and carry-on have a love-hate relationship. And it's not from my end. I love carry-on. He love hates me you know like he hate me here he loved me here he hate me here he loved me here and it's because his dad is an aquarius and i give it to him like his dad would like i don't let him get get away with nothing i don't let him get away with nothing get by with nothing like i'm i call him out when he is bull ishing me um but i don't think he's capable of killing anyone but i do believe he's capable of setting someone up um is it weird that these two people are dead uh, yeah, it is weird that these two people are dead. Um, they're saying that Trey June had a heart attack or died of an overdose. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, this girl as well overdosed. Um, maybe I'm mistaken. Allegedly, this girl overdosed. And from what I'm told, Trey June overdosed. I spoke with his friend. He contacted me and I was just like, wow. I was really astounded and shocked. I did not know Trey June died and he texts me so much so often um and you know the crazy thing is the last thing he texts me um and that that's crazy actually now that i think about it actually i'm gonna go to the last thing he texts So, the last thing Trey June texted me was July 14th, and I never responded back to him. He said, is it safe to assume you feel like the carry-on is like beating a dead horse now or and are you over it? Uh, so he had more. He kept texting me, hey, I want to tell you some more stuff. Um, he, he kept texting me um, a lot of stuff. He's texting me... Um, Yeah, he sent me videos, so he had more to say about Carry On before his death, but I really did feel like it was beating a dead horse, so I never responded back to him, and I feel horrible for not responding back to him and making it known, you know, that it probably would be beating a dead horse because I've had several conversations with Carry On after speaking with Trey June. And Carry On would not have been happy if I would have gone back to get more information from Trey June and spoke to him. After I got all the information I got from Trey June, it was a lot of information. I didn't feel like I needed anymore. Even if he was to tell me, you know, that me and Carry On did some of the craziest stuff, it wouldn't have fazed me because he gave me a lot of information and revealed a lot 
Um, he even revealed a lot without even saying it directly, but in a lot of words, you know, he ended up revealing stuff. So he was drinking, and I feel that he was high, um, which he did tell me he dibbled and dabbled in some drugs. And he also said a lot of stuff about Carrie Ann's drug life and what him and Carrie Ann did uh, on a daily. Like, he gave a lot of information. So if you guys want to see that, the link is in the bio also. It'll be a video that will be able to be played after this video. So you'll see that video pop up when this video is over. But I feel so bad for Carry On. I said I would not do another video about Carry On, but it makes me feel horrible that he's going through this. I know that a person with mental health issues, um, especially with anxiety, bipolar, emotional issues, it's probably hard for him to be in jail right now. Um, he don't want to be there. And um, I wish I could do something to really go rescue him and get him out of jail. But if he did something wrong, um, then he deserved to be in jail. If he did not do anything wrong and he's being framed like I think he's being framed, then, um, you know, it's so unfortunate. And hopefully God um, gets him out of this situation. But I totally feel like um, if there was a gun in his car, then it was planted in his car. Um, and that's just my own feelings and thoughts on it. I feel that a gun was planted. If carry on, if it's true that he got out of the car fighting, being a boisterous, aggressive, uh, and resisting arrest, then uh, they might have planted a gun on him, knowing he was already needed for questioning for a murder in Texas, allegedly. Um, <clears throat> they might have placed this gun on him. I totally feel like somebody is framing him. I've talked to Carry On about his father trying to set him up, and he's told me several times that's one of the reasons why he don't want to go back to Texas, because he always feel like his father is trying to set him up. And when he's in L.A., his father's in L.A., um, you know, he get a lot of messages like, you know, stay away, a lot of threats and stuff like that. Um, Carry On told me this out of his own mouth in several of our interviews that I've done, in one of the several interviews that I've done with him. So go check out my channel for the Carry On series, because I do have a Carry On series on my channel, guys. Anyway, I hope I said everything I needed to say about the Carry On situation, because I really am ready to be done um, with, with this whole situation. Uh, again, Carry On, if you're watching this, Carry On is fine as hell, okay? Um, he know. He done went and blocked me on all of my Instagrams. I was surprised by that but i understand why it's because carry on wants me to do things his way he want me to blog in his way he want me to talk about his father in his way he want me to completely do everything in his way but he does not reciprocate the friendship love you know what i'm saying i need reciprocation so if i'm going to be a friend to you what are you going to do for me in reciprocation you know what i'm saying and I don't know if he'll ever understand that because he's so stubborn. He's a Taurus, so he's so stubborn and headstrong. It's hard to get it through his thick skull that he's not being a real friend and a good friend. Um, so I, it's hard for me to give my all. And then with him having emotional and mental health issues, he needs attention from the person who he really wants attention from. And that's from his family, his mother, his father, his family. is who he wants attention from, and they need to provide him with that attention that he's seeking um like seriously it's it's 
nothing but makes sense to to talk to your son but you can't carry on or larry can't expect people to force their self on him he's 30 something years old and if you can't get it right listen nobody's gonna baby you you're you you have to when i when carry on and i talked to his mom he played a lot with her he was taunting her he was playing like really getting up on her skin and it was just like dang carry on are you going to uh stop playing so much but you know what they told me in counseling when i was younger and what they told my mom is that i play so much because i'm trying to hide um something that's really hurting me and that was true that was very true and that's what carry on is doing something is hurting him uh whether his father molested him or not something is hurting him and if his father did molest him, which is something he said out of his mouth, allegedly, um, if his father molested him, allegedly, then um, that's a big thing to be dealing with, with your father on such a platform and, and can't acknowledge his wrong or you can't deal with the acknowledgement that he's given. You know, it's deep. And Wiley Show, I'm not a fan of Wiley Show, but I just so happened to see him live the other night and I went across his page and it ended up, oh, actually, he came on after Larry Reed. I was watching Larry Reed, and his video played. And I'm not even subscribed to Wiley Show or nothing, but he said um, Larry and John Piki need to get out of this because they only know one side. They only know Carry On's side. They don't know Sean Ewing's side and Kirk Franklin's side. They only know one side. What happened at the New Orleans? You know, because, see, everybody have their own side of the bed. Y'all ain't get my side. That's what I'm saying. Y'all ain't get mine. But uh, anyway. And so by them only knowing one side and constantly defending him, he could be pulling the wool over their eyes and they don't even know. I don't know. But um, I don't think that Kyrion deserved to be in jail if they're framing him. Nobody, nobody deserved to be in jail if they're being framed. Like, come on. Um, and Kyrion is fine and talented and um, I think he's gonna really blow up. And I think Zeus is gonna end up giving Carry On his own six, seven episode documentary show following him and his life. And there's no other way to do this but to give Carry On um, his own show. I mean, there's honestly no other way to do it. Um, and I would love to be a part of that uh, Zeus Network, Lemuel. He needs his own show, reality show. Anyway, guys, make sure you subscribe. Make sure you follow. Make sure you hit that thumbs up. Make sure you hit that bell. Uh, make sure you follow us at The Urban Binge. The Urban Binge on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at The Urban Binge. Make sure you subscribe right here. Hit that bell. Hit that thumbs up. And make sure you uh, subscribe to our podcast. Give us a thumbs up. Give us five stars on our podcast. That's The Urban Binge Radio Podcast. Anywhere podcasts can be heard and played. Apple, Google, um, uh, Spotify, anywhere, iHeart podcast, where everywhere podcasts can be played. Um, you can catch us there. Also, make sure you follow our boutique, Urban Binge Boutique, Urban Binge Boutique on Instagram and Facebook, and urbanbinge.myshopify.com, urbanbinge.myshopify.com, okay? urbanbinge.myshopify.com. Thank you guys. I'm your boy Rico Blucci. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I'm sorry, but Mike is my mouth is coming from the mic. But the next song I wanted to tell you guys the next song, and I need to pull it up before I said it. The next song that we're gonna play here is 
Twinkie Clark. Lord, you are so awesome is the last song you guys are going to hear. And that's what I'm going to close you guys out with. But coming up before Twinkie Clark, Lord, you are so awesome is Be Slade, I Shall Live. So Be Slade always play as somebody, you know, so Be Slade. And then he has like, you know, T-Busy, T-This, T-That, T-Bone. And Tone would always come on his own track and say featuring somebody else. Tone featuring T-Busy, but it was actually Tone. So that's what he's doing now. So this is B Slade featuring B Chase, which is himself, you know, as a different person. <laughs> B Slade featuring B Chase and Shabak. So the choir that you will hear is not an actual choir, but instead B Slade voice layered on top of layers on top of layers, him changing his octave and key uh, to sound like a choir in one unison. Uh, it, it, the editing and the music this man puts out he is a genius and a beast but this is i shall live by b slade featuring b chase and the choir is shabak and lord you are so awesome by twinkie clark i will see you guys happy easter and i am this 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 is the urban binge radio Radio.
healer. If you know him as a healer, wave your hand. Yeah. 
This 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 is the Urban Vims Radio. Thunderflow.
social clubs tossed her aside. You know the story. Since you're here, um, do me a favor. Hit those big words down there. Subscribe. You see that? Yeah. And if you liked the video or if you didn't like the video, hit that thumbs up. Also, hit that bell so you can be notified every time we go live or post a video. You don't want to miss our content. I'm telling you. You can also follow us on all social media platforms. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and a new one, Bigo, at The Urban Binge, okay? You can also Google search our podcast. If you can't get enough of us, we're always posting on our podcast talking about interesting topics. Just search The Urban Binge Radio Podcast. And you can find us on several podcast platforms, i.e. iHeart, Spotify, and any podcast platform that you prefer. And after you're done with all of that, scroll down our channel and I'm sure you'll find a lot more interesting content like this video. See you guys later. Let me finish getting dressed.